This is Banging on the Drum. Welcome to episode 17, part two. And since we weren't prepared to split this into two episodes right off the bat, I don't have a name for part two. So part two is still part two betting with Walker, Indiana, Gambler. But we're going to be doing the normal stuff we do in the show. So the overs and unders interview is going to be separate. Our new favorites checkup, Wisconsin Minute. And then after the Wisconsin Minute, we are going to come up with a hypothetical question. Because I haven't came up with that yet. But with all the new favorite teams on the docket, we just need a little bit more time. So we're going to try to chop one episode in two. And you as fans, I know most of you guys have our numbers. Uh, all you 30 to 40 people listening to this thing. So text us. Tell us if uh, if this was a good idea, bad idea, whatever. But we're going to chop it into two. We're going to see how it goes this week. With that being said, we're going to check in with the crew. I'm going to start with the top of my screen. So, Mike, how you doing? Doing well, doing well. So, uh, I had a, I had a okay week. So last week I ended up being at home, working remotely, doing some training. I took a class through the state. It was okay. Hopefully, they don't listen to this. You know, I pretended it was great. So. Uh, <laughs> But so I was at home most of the week. I guess I'm starting with my positive again, which is, you know, that's my MO. I like to bring you up and then bring you back down. Level you out. I was at home all week last week. Got to work from home, which is I'm now I'm thinking like that's what I need to figure out how to do all the time is just be at home, work remotely, use my computer to make money, right? Uh, went skiing on Thursday night, was having a great time. Go to take my ski boots off. So here's my downer for the week. And my leg is just, you know, it, it hurts. It's not like terrible. I can still walk fine, but it hurts. Like I can tell that like I did something. And so me and the kid, we were trying to do some like jumps, doing stupid shit. Um, things that I definitely shouldn't be like trying for the first time at 35, 36. 36. I shouldn't be doing this for the first time at 36, right? Damn, you're old, and dude. I know. I'm an old fuck. I should have maybe tried to do this when I was 20, the first time I skied, right? Because you heal a little quicker. Things aren't so fucking bad, right? But anyway, I try to do some jumps. I fall a couple times. No big deal. Don't feel like I'm hurt. So take my boot off. I'm like, oh, you know, something happened in my life for sure. Something happened. But nothing terrible. Can still walk. Everything's good. I get to, I so I drive home, which is about an hour, and I can't walk up the stairs. And I'm like, okay, you know, like something definitely not good happened to my knee. And then I just thought, well, you know, maybe if I just go to bed, everything will be good. I wake up uh, Friday morning, still can't walk. Right, meniscus. So, uh, maybe. So that's, that is still a possibility, but I still can't, I can't like walk at all. And it's not good. Cause if like, I can't walk, I can't work. 
So it's not a place where I can go into work and just like sit behind a desk somewhere. So because it's a safety concern, if I can't walk, it's a real issue. Like I'm going to start having to take time off and time off, but I don't walk all day Saturday. I wake up Sunday and I'm like, okay, I guess. Right. So I still get twinges of pain, but for the most part, I'm good. So I did something to my knee. Just not sure what, hopefully just a like kind of a sprain or something like that. Taking my, you know, I just sat around all day on Friday. Didn't really like engage with anything. That's not the mic I knew. The mic I knew would never, never be hurt. He just would tough through every pain. But, (laughs) but that being said though, how, how many of the people, (laughs) the people in your work facility do you think could take a fully healthy mic? So how many of your, of the patients there's yeah. probably a good there's probably a good few so there's probably 280 or so patients eight 10 15. <laughs> so it's, it's like less than one or less than 10 percent for sure and then like that like the to be fair there's other people in there that like even with like a shit you said fully healthy fully healthy like like if i was like working out like when 2015 when I left for Kansas, maybe three. <laughs> right. No, so there's I, not many, right? And even even those guys, like I'm probably as strong as most of those guys. It would be whether or not they know how to fight or because I don't know how to fight. Like I don't have any real clue. You know how to wrestle a little bit though. Yeah. I re- I remember the first time I seen Mike's switch ever get flipped in. I don't think I went into like wrestling Mike. So Mike and I decided we would wrestle at work. We had like wrestling mats and stuff. So we would do like dumb shit. Like we had like soccer nets. We had a bunch of fun shit that we could do. Yeah. But anyways, we decided to wrestle one time and Mike's like pretty nice, easy going dude. And the only thing I remembered about wrestling from when I was a little kid was like, you really wanted to shoot their legs, but I never wanted to do that because I felt like shooting people's legs, like left you in such like a vulnerable position. But anyways, the first time I wrestled Mike ever, it ended in like four seconds because I was like, all right, he's not going to expect this. I'm just going to go straight for his legs. And I think I did. And then Mike just like, straight up like speared me onto my back and it was over so yeah that that ended like faster than it even started but yeah so there was a couple guys that tried to wrestle me at at work and i i want to say that i was one of the few guys that actually wrestled right so so yeah yeah and um and i was okay like i wasn't a terrible wrestler i wasn't like a champion of anything or anything like that but i wasn't terrible i was okay if you and, weren't such a pussy hurting your knee all the time, you'd probably yeah. So <laughs> I had, I had sh- all right. I had a shot at taking a run my senior year and like doing pretty well, but yeah, hurt my knee fucking <laughs> when I was eighteen too. Um, maybe this is a lingering issue, Mike. You still hurt from your senior year. But I only got really caught at work once. So uh, Drew caught me one time. <laughs> Like, and I was like doing something stupid. I had him taken down, had him on his fucking back. And he's like, well, I get to use UFC rules. I was like, I don't give a fuck. Like you can like do whatever you want. And I just take him down. Fucking, I got him on his back. and I do something. 
and like just like lost concentration and he flipped me and got me in a chokehold like right away put me down but couldn't do nothing about it that kid's but, a free too like yeah and so a- like for me wrestling you can't it's very hard to like wrestle at half half mass right like half percent like 50 percent. it's very very difficult to just be like oh you know we're we're having fun it's it's either go or don't go because if you don't if you're at 50 percent, you get the shit kicked on which happened to me for a very long time because of that attitude about being nonchalant yeah might as well just play tummy sticks with the other guy right (laughs) yes all right well we'll kick it over to riley how is how is your week so mike did it in over us in unders format and we didn't even have to say overs and unders format. So how was your week down in Dallas, Fort Worth area? Uh, Riley? It, again, uh, you guys probably just are going to follow this trend. Another uh, pretty average week down here in Fort Worth, Texas. But uh, something exciting happened today, but it's in the form of my under. Uh, the president of the United States was uh, in town today. It Riley Riley hates Joe Biden. If you guys have no, <laughs> see, listen, I don't, I don't hate him. I don't, I respect <laughs> him. No, I don't even respect him. I don't know what I feel about him. Anyways, he was in town today. Shut down every like major interstate highway. It made my like fifteen minute commute from like one side of downtown to like the other fifteen minutes. Made it an hour and five minutes. Like, it was just, like, the most inconvenient, awful thing ever. It was kind of cool, but, like, not really kind of annoying. Yeah, that was my under. How often do you uh, get stuck in traffic jams in Dallas? It's So, in the morning, so I'm in Fort Worth. So, in terms of that, it's like the St. Paul to Minneapolis. It's the smaller city of the two, but it's still like a city. It's still, I think it's the 13th biggest city in America. So it gets quite a few traffic jams. So every morning, my like eight, I think it's seven or eight mile commutes, like 15, 20 minutes. And then in the afternoon, it's pretty short. So I avoid everything, but everything from like the suburbs into dallas it's just like if say it's a five minute drive you plan on like 30 minutes like it's just the worst and it's six seven eight lanes of just backed up traffic and coming from west salem wisconsin where the biggest road was highway 16 or the interstate which was two lanes it's a little stressful it's it sucks i'm i'm a better driver for it (laughs) I mean, my girlfriend's from Chicago, too, so it makes me feel kind of pathetic, too, when I can't drive in it because she's, like, you know, being a classic fib, just kind of cutting people <laughs> off, doing whatever she wants, and she's like, see, just just whatever, whatever, and then I'm, like, too afraid to cut anyone off within, like, 50 feet of my car, and, you know, but driving in DFW is just, it's awful. Like, it's just awful. So like any, I take an Uber whenever I can. That's the way I but, roll too. I'm the same yeah. way. I'm the safest driver you'll ever drive with. Like I, I don't take risks. Mm-hmm. 
my over. This is an exciting over for specifically me, probably no one else. I'm getting my 23 and me uh, results back tomorrow, I think. Uh, we're recording this on the 8th, I think, but on the 9th, I'm getting my results back on 23 and me, and I'm fucking freaking ecstatic. <laughs> and uh, I have so no reason to. What, is your, what are your expectations for your 23 and me? <sighs> Pretty low. Um, I always set the bar low. So you can always kind of feel better in the long run. <laughs> why I, is that? Like, why would Heritage have a like a low bar? <laughs> no, I just like I don't. You're like I, I, I like, just sure so, hope I'm no. not from from Poland. Like those those my idiots. My mom got the better. My mom got the better package of the two. It's my Christmas one of my Christmas gifts because I always wanted to know, and she got the better package of of the two. So I'm really not hoping. I'm really hoping it gives me a lot of cool info i guess but i don't know like i hope i've read some things that it could be false or whatever but right so what i meant is like what do you think what do you expect your heritage to be and so i'm I interested mean, what it actually is when we get it back i know uh mean pat's side of the family is very irish you can say yeah, our I grandpa's think, last name was Riley. That's yeah, it's how, yeah. how Riley got his name. Yeah, yeah. And then I think I'm like Norwegian, probably, or like German to some point. But other than that, like, I don't really know my dad's side that well. Um, so I'm kind of curious to see how that goes. And then the other, the uh, added package that I got gives you like, carrier status and like genetic health risks and stuff like that so i'm just curious to see what that stuff is so we might learn if you're dying tomorrow yeah no i've i've read lots of stories that people are like you don't want to do this i found out that i have x and it just ruined my life so i'm hoping tomorrow like i it's not anything like awful it's like you're 50 percent irish your your brain is a hundred percent Polish. <laughs> as long as I'm not Russian. All right, so I will get to my week and I will do a under and then a over. So just teaching Mike Mike one more time before he brings down people. So basically, I fully got gained into my new job. So I've already had the job, but they needed to like get all the paperwork done with that being said, I had to like in process into this and that is my least favorite stuff to do. So I just had to bring a bunch of forms, a bunch of places that people weren't there or I needed to come back later, bring something to somebody else, bring something to somebody else, email something that I wasn't informed that I needed to bring to this person. Just, I guess the under would be just the queep, I guess might be the right word of like starting a new job and getting like all the paperwork aspects and finance aspects in into that going at my new unit. So pretty boring under for my over though. I was very impressed by this. So I'd set up my bachelor party weekend far down the road. But anyways, 
I haven't had to do anything to plan my bachelor party weekend. Basically, all I told my best man was, hey, I want to do this in Milwaukee. There's two things I kind of want to touch on, and that's about it. And this guy, Kyle, Kyle took care of the whole process of this, and I didn't have to do a single thing. And and it's on. It's going to be a party. It's going to be a good time. And like I said, I didn't have to, like, hands off. I didn't have to do anything. So Kyle did a great job. Uh, Kyle did the best job planning, planning my bachelor party weekend. So you guys ready? Give that man a beat. Oh, sorry. <laughs> man Give a that man a BJ. BJ. That man a BJ. So Kyle gets the first BJ of the show. So want to give him a shout out. Thank you, Kyle. Know you listen. Love you, buddy. Thanks for planning all that. So you get the first BJ of the show. So from there, we're going to roll into our new favorites checkup. Right off the bat, I think we messed up by not putting the Columbus Blue Jackets into our algorithm of favorite go- or favorite uh, hockey teams because we could have yeah. we could have had the BJ's the Columbus BJ's yeah so that's fair I get that <laughs> that's fine I'll, I'll give you that but if I'm rooting for a team from Columbus I that might hurt my soul a little bit that's true yeah good thing right? we left oh. those fuckers out yeah like <laughs> just because it's associated with Ohio State it, I get where you're at like we could have had the BJ's I also think, like, fuck Ohio State. Yeah. No, I agree. But this one, I think we'll come to a consensus agreement for golfer. There's a guy named Taylor Gooch. All right. I'm in. <laughs> we could have had a cool name. But we got Tringle. We got Cameron Tringle as our, as our golfer. But he kind so of I think as, golf, as golfers go, we could have a couple if we really wanted. I mean, there's like 100 in every event. All right, we're we're adopting Gooch. We're adopting Taylor Gooch as well. Taylor spelled weird though, unless I spelled it wrong on here. Then he spells Taylor T A L O R, but Gooch, Gooch is money. G O O C H. Taylor Gooch. He's gonna be our second golfer. So yeah, I think I think we can cut it off at three golfers. We're only one NASCAR team though. There's only forty of them. We can definitely just get down to one for sure. <laughs> All Which, right. uh, he had a pretty good week, right? So Martin Truex Jr. finished eighth. What was the race? It was in Las Vegas. Pennzoil 400, baby. You got to say Pennzoil 400 with more of a southern accent. Pennzoil 400. There you go. I love <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. He, he sure was uh, driving fast and turning left better than a lot of people. So... <laughs> He started off in 12th place, finished in 8th place, and collected us 34 points. He also led for one lap during the during the race. He led for one lap. Do you get points for that? We need to bring a NASCAR guy on. I have no idea. Yes. I know what I just know that he led for a lap. Just one. You know what I just thought of? This is cut this if you want. I get tickets to the all NASCAR all-star race. That's like right near me. And I have to go for Martin Truex if he's in it. Hell yeah. He's going to be in it, man. I, 
So to be fair, I believe that like they race all 40 guys in an all-star race. Probably. I, so, like, I don't know. Or all your guys that are like true starters, right? So like um, all the guys that are like true, like they race every week. And Martin Truex is in for sure. So yeah. yeah. And I don't know if this guy's a newbie, but this Alec Bowman won the race and OT. He's not a newbie. <laughs> no, nope, he's not a rook. <laughs> okay. But I, I didn't think well. rookie. I just thought uh from what the announcers was saying that uh, he doesn't do this that often. So I don't know if it was his first race that he won, but he wanted an OT. I uh, actually pretty excited after the race, but with that win in OT, this guy, Alex Bowman, <laughs> is earning the best job of the NASCAR weekend. So let's give that guy up. DJ. DJ. All right. Uh, so what, how do you go into overtime in NASCAR? Does anybody have any clue? Nope. I just heard. I saw it was over. Isn't it like green, white, checkered? Yeah. Like you can't finish so they have the race. Like two or two laps or something like that. Or I have no idea. I could be so far off that it makes no sense, but I know that's one I just way. don't understand. Right. Like, so a race is a race. Yeah. So say if there's like a really tie. A certain flag. So I think it's a white flag. So you can't finish a race on a white flag. Yellow so if there's flag. a yellow flag, okay, yeah. that might be it. So like say if on lap, I don't think it was actually 400 laps, but whatever. So that's the, that's no, the amount of Generally, miles. they're 400 miles. Yeah, I didn't know if every lap was a mile. So, okay, my bad. My bad. So say yeah. if it's a 270-lap race, if it goes to a white flag at lap 269, or a yellow flag, a yellow flag. So they would be finishing I got you. while they were all stalled in place. So then I think they just reset it. But, yeah, it actually was, like, kind of exciting at the end. Like, I, I didn't watch the <laughs> whole race, but I watched – Watched the end of it, and I watched like a five minute clip of it. But I found this guy on uh, on YouTube that commentates the races by himself, and I think I'm gonna try. That's gonna be one of our guests in the near future. I think I'm gonna try hard to get that guy on. Doesn't look like uh, he has a too big of a following on Twitter, but I think if I comment on his uh, YouTube stuff. I think I can get him on because this guy seems like he's going to be just awesome. Like, like I, yes, yes, I think it might be the best guest yet. And I haven't even reached out to him, but, <laughs> but anyways, I got more on it. So Truex is in second in the cup series to Carl Larson, Ooh. pretty boy, piece of shit. Truex has 107 points in the cup series and Larson has 113. So if we have a good week next week, I think we'll be in the lead, boys, and I think we got a good shot at winning the cup this year. That's talking NASCAR on banging on the drum. Martin Truex Jr., baby. Anybody else got any more race information? <laughs> I got no more race information. No, I, I say that stuff like pretty sarcastically, but like I I've known some guys who are into it and then if you get into the weeds of it it's not just driving fast and turning left so so i think so, we get like a good guy to come on and kind of explain it it is it's an interesting sport it really is so i listened to a uh 
podcast with um, Dale Jr. once way more in depth about like what he was doing in the car. And it was excellent. Yeah. And it was not taking a poop either. Actually, maybe they do poop in there. I don't know if they poop. I think they pee in there. Sometimes, yeah, you know, I remember when I found out like so our F 16 pilots would go out on like eight hour flights, and I found out that they pee in jets, and it just blew my mind. I don't know why I never thought of that, but that's like a 15 million dollar piece of machinery, man. They just pissing in them. No, I mean, they got like a contraption to piss in while they are flying them, which yeah. was weird to me because every time they'd get back, they'd be hanging these, walking back with like these big bladders full of piss and throwing them in a dumpster. I was like, oh, okay. I didn't, didn't realize that happened. That being they said, stopped we were going to the general store. <laughs> just stop. stopped at the general, you know, pulled the fucking F 15 in there, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so that was NASCAR. We're going to shift gears to PGA. I didn't take down how our new boy Taylor Gooch did, so we're going to just stick with Cameron Tringle today, formerly said as Cameron Triangle before. I kind of like Triangle better, but anyways, dude played like shit, plus 12, missed the cup at the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Um, we need to get our shit together out there. We're 46th in the official world golf rankings right now. Uh, Scotty Scheffler took down the Arnold Palmer Invitational, shooting even on the last round and finishing minus five, earning the best job. So let's give that man, that man a BJ. A BJ. So, Scotty, you got a BJ this week, you lucky son of a bitch, because we're coming for you next week. But I just thought it was kind of cool. Like the course, I think the average on Sunday was uh, everybody was shooting three and a half over or whatever. They averaged out to three and a half over. I was like when golf, like when it's, it's not minus 40 when a golf tournament. Yeah, that was, that's actually the, the one and only PGA is a PJ tour event or golf event I've been to is Arnold Palmer Classic, South Tiger Woods there. Uh Orlando. So it's right in a lot of the PGA. I know Tiger Woods has a house in that. I don't know if it's that country club that's on that has a golf course or in that area, but a lot of a lot of PGA tour guys have a uh house down there. So pretty common course. Oh, yeah. Lots of golf to be had in that area. I think like Woods lives. There's a town called Jupiter, Jupiter Florida. Yeah. Jupiter is where a lot of those pro golfers live. So I got to make it to Jupiter sometime because sounds like an amazing spring training there. I have no clue, but I think so. So Mike shaking his head. Yes. And saying, I think so. So. <laughs> All right. That is our PGA checkup. So we're doing pretty good. We're going to be very knowledgeable sports fans. Um, Now we're going to go to the ATP tour. So tennis, Riley Opelka. Uh, Looks like he hasn't played since February 14th. So it's Valentine's Day um, in Delray Beach or the Delray Beach Championship. Wait, yeah, 
Yeah. So he played a guy named Cameron Norrell, lost in the championship. Uh, he's currently 17th in the world and he is American. So, so he did a good job. So we're going to give that guy a GJ. So get ready. That man, a GJ. There we go. Give him a GJ. Shifting gears to the Preds. Did anybody? So actually, let's get into this. Let's get into this. I would agree. I think that we need a discussion, even though our voting is obviously lopsided. Yes. Um, so who has the voting up? I, I sure don't. I can get it up. All I know is. That a boy, Riley. I Riley's getting like, it up. Like <laughs> just had like, I'm 35. Just I'm lucky if that happens. Yeah, Riley's the Mike young gun there. over there. He could get it up in like two seconds. You hear him over there? <laughs> I'm still working on it. There we go. No, you want me to damn. get the results? Yeah, let, let's hear what's going on. We tweeted out a poll between the Stars, Blues, and Preds, like we said last episode, and it ended up 56% Predators, 18% Blues, 26% um, Stars. But we had 144 votes on that uh, poll, if you guys want to explain how. Yeah, that it was interesting to me because so normally the stuff we've been putting out in the past, we'd get like 12 votes and like 11 <laughs> of them would be from Riley's burner accounts. So like every time Riley's team was was just winning that stuff. So right when I... The graphics on these things are like sharp. They're pretty, pretty darn good for a guy using PowerPoint to make this. But, but anyways, right once I put the graphics out, the first thing I did was tell my friends. I was like, I didn't tell them who to vote for. They hadn't listened to the episode. I was like, just vote. I don't want Riley's burner account. (laughs) But I tagged all the teams in the NHL in it. And right away, I think our first comment was from the Dallas Stars official account. It was, it was the first. It, I want to. I want to say it was within like five minutes too. So you tweeted or you texted us the polls out, and by the time I checked Twitter, the Dallas Stars replied to the tweet, which was which gave us a lot more um, attention than <laughs> we're probably used to. So I think Mike probably had like the best day of his life just with all the attention we got on Twitter. I did enjoy um, that quite a bit. Oh, I was it ended up, I was sick. It ended I up, caught the sickness. It, it ended up being like a couple of fan accounts kind of talking trash to each other. But it was like, I, I get where Mike come from. So that was so like just electric <laughs> to get like the Dallas Stars to reply to us. No, I was having a good day on Twitter, and I, I don't think I'm, like, too much about it. Like, obviously, like we've talked about in the past, like, when you have that notification, there's some sort of dopamine hit that hits you. But, like, <laughs> seeing, like, 30-something comments on something, I was like, holy shit. Like, this is catch. There was a point I was going to text you guys. I was like, damn, I think we're, we're going to hit a 1,000 votes <laughs> on something. Cause it was quick. It was like an hour. It was a hundred within like the first, I want to say like 30 minutes. And I thought that too. I was like, damn, we we're going to get quite a few votes. 
I mean, to be honest with you, I'm really surprised that we didn't get a shitload of Dallas Stars fans after they hit us, right? Yeah. So you wave to us, you make a comment on it. Everybody who's following you should be like, yeah, be a fucking Dallas Stars fan. But they weren't. I feel like anytime you see a poll, at least for me on Twitter, I'm I don't even care if I don't see what the question is. I'm hitting something. But no, that was that was actually like it was cool to see the hockey fan base like kind of duke it out. Cause I don't know about you guys, but I've I've never been that into hockey, but it was just cool to kind of experience their fandom. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, the only thing I caught from that is is if you need someone to get it up, Riley will get it up. And if he sees something, he's hitting something on that one. So <laughs> no, no, <laughs> but but exactly like what you said. I was kind of like, honestly, after the Dallas Stars replied, I was like, okay, this one's over. Like Dallas. That's Stars, what I thought. Yeah. yeah. Like, Plus, like, like I actually two said, like, I put the blues out there. I wanted the blues to be the team, right? If you're not willing to like respond to us and somebody else is, you shit the bet. And granted, we're three fans. Who gives a fuck? One <laughs> podcast. But like, shouldn't you be trying to like get fans? I would think you like if you're the social media guy, that's like what you're supposed to do. Yeah, I mean, the Dallas guy did it really well, and somehow the Nashville Predators fans are are just savages apparently oh yeah dude because i think a lot of my friends voted for nashville but still like we said it's like 145 150 votes like i don't even have i I don't have that many friends so so (laughs) it's definitely not (laughs) skewed by riley's 10 burners so what are we doing are we they played tonight I'm going to look this up, see who won. All right. So the Dallas Stars and the Predators played tonight. Do we want that to be the decision maker? I I like that, but I'm fine with either one. uh, I'm so to be fair, hockey doesn't mean two shits, right? The actual sport, right? So I'm not invested in any team in hockey. I can make a decision and become invested in that team to some extent. I don't know if they'll ever be the Packers to me or the Brewers, right? Or the Bucks, but I'll try, right? All right. And so See, I don't I care that. where it goes. I do think that we did say, you know, we're going to take the voting here and do it that way. But I'm also very impressed that the stars reached out. All right. I think it is what it is. The Predators won the vote. If we want to go on games, Predators beat the Dallas Stars two to one today okay so we are a predators podcast so since we've been a predators podcast they beat so they lost the kraken three to four they beat the sharks eight to nothing and then they just beat the stars two to one best job goes out to roman yossi he's had six assists in the two first games that i mentioned i don't know what happened tonight um but we're giving Roman Yossi, the best job. So give that man, that man a BJ. Give him a BJ. Roman Yossi, you're getting a BJ. Yeah. We need I'll a button. Him one him. 
I'll give him one tonight too because he had a goal and an assist. And, and he's a defenseman, so we need to get a we need to get a hockey guy in here too because wait, who's their fighter? Who's their enforcer? This is important. Good. I need to know. All right, so we'll have to get a Predators guy on here to to teach us about the team. That might be a fun one. So reach out to some some crazy Predators fan on Twitter. In the yawn of the century, we got our MLS team, FC Dallas. This is where Riley's burner accounts did come into play because we didn't get a hit on our uh, – we still got 34 votes. We were getting like 12 See, votes beforehand. I think if like one fan account retweets it, that's when it kind of takes takes off a little bit. And I think that's what happened here. I think in Dallas, because I got like, we got a, a Dallas fan following us on our account. And then I got one as well. I don't know if you guys got one, but yeah, I think I we had know. a straggler. Not sure. But anyways, those are new shitty ass MLS team lost one to nothing to New England. I didn't even try to watch the highlights because it's boring as shit. Mm. No, I can. I guess I can say stuff for the soccer stuff because I know a little bit more, I guess. But even, like, watching the highlights, I love soccer, but this game was just awful to watch. It was, it was like, the most boring game to watch, and we lost to a team that probably didn't deserve to score either. It was just, like, a boring – it was a boring game is what it really boiled down to. How That's can we like, make soccer more exciting so I want to watch it? Okay, we can get into that with the tots if we want to do that. I got Hopefully. a quick answer, um, Mike. So yeah. we make we make the ball like more oblong, and then we put it on a tee to begin the game. We put a bunch of guys in pads, probably eleven on each side, and then we put like end zones. You can use your hands. You can pass. You can run. All kinds that of does, stuff. That sounds very exciting. Sounds yeah. much better than soccer. <laughs> but we are going to get in soccer. So our soccer expert on the show is going to talk about the tops now. Our EPL. Learn that today. Yeah. English Premier. Yeah. Yeah. No. So this is this is where we get off that. Our so Tottenham played two games in the week. Uh, we played one game in the FA Cup, which is this is kind of different to American sports. The FA Cup is kind of where all the leagues play one big tournament. For, I love that. I will say for, that. that's why for soccer ref- is better. For reference, comparison is if and if they did that with college, all the way from D1 to NAIA. So UWL could be playing UW Madison at some point. Anyways. We lost in that competition to a team below our division. They will be playing in our division next year the way they work over there. They'll be promoted up a division because they're a very good team. So what anyways, it's called explain that quick. Yeah, you get relegated if you're bad. So what what is it? You get promoted if you're good. So it's different each league on how they handle it. MLS doesn't do it because it's a very Americanized sport, which is the term used in soccer. A lot of European, whatever, leagues do this. So the bottom three teams in each league 
would go down a division while the bottom or the top three leagues of the uh, league below would go up a division. For example, if again, I'll, I guess I'll go to the college example. If a D2 school wins their wins the D2 uh, championship, they would go up a league next year while the worst team in um, D1 would go down a division. So it kind of evens out competition. I don't think, I guess I'll uh, tie this into American sports. I don't think it can work for us, but it's, it's a cool concept in the long run. But All right. So I'm going to move away from soccer for just a minute here, but I do think that would be very, very cool. If like the big 10 had to deal with like the horizon league or with the Mac or somebody like that, mm-hmm. that the top three teams move into the big 10 and the bottom three teams have to go into the horizon every year. Yeah. And it, I think that would be it, cool for college basketball. I don't think it, it'd be good for football, but it creates a lot of cool storylines. Do the teams from the lower divisions win almost any year? No, it's always a top division team. But it create in soccer, it creates the storylines of uh part-time plumbers beating a team that's fully professional, getting paid, you know couple million a year it's cool storylines but the but the teams that are so far below can only do that for so long the top tier teams usually win that anyways in the long run but i will tell you though if the if tonham in the fa cup is playing a team that i hear has a part-time plumber on it i'm jumping ship i'm going for the plumber so the thing is we are notoriously like struggling against those teams so last year we we tied the first game against the team that had you know that type of team made up so we tied that usually means a replay we'd play in the other team's home stadium which is like a thousand capacity they build stands into it to fit in all the other people we ended up almost losing to that team but we like grinded out a win but it, it, it's such a cool storyline. It, it makes for good drama. I, I do, like, really enjoy that of soccer. Here's my plug right here. So have you ever seen the, the Netflix? I think it's on Netflix, the, the English game. No. Great show. It's how the FA Cup started. It's pretty sweet. So check it out. I don't remember the characters' names, but it was, it was a good show. <laughs> Is it a documentary yeah. or a show? It's a show. It's like, uh, what do they call documentaries that are like? A mockumentary? Mocky. Well, no, it's not a mockumentary because that'd be like funny. But like, it's like, you know how the Lion King is now coming out with like a, a show? There's a word for that. Whatever. It's, it's a document. Yeah. It's not a documentary, but it's like based on sure. a true story. Whatever. We'll say that. Based on a true story. Just like the Lion King. Exactly. Yeah, so I'll finish up with Tottenham. I know a lot of you guys care about them as much as I do. They played yesterday, which was Monday, March 7th, I think. We beat Everton 5 nothing in the league. Them. Against uh, Tim Howard's former team. A few of you might know that name. And next game is against Manchester United Saturday morning, which is arguably... I feel like 
you may be American, you may not know soccer, but I feel like somebody's heard of that name before. So it'll be a high profile game, fun game. So Man U is probably the most famous team in the world, right? Um, um, it's got to be pretty close. Um, I know that yeah, name. among among English speakers for sure. Yes. Okay. Yes, it'll, it's 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 like the Packers Patriots. You know, it's a high profile team against a high profile team. All right. All right so I'd just like to. Uh, reiterate that we call them the tots on this show that's who mm-hmm. they are. Um, we're gonna change that i'm sure that they do not call themselves the tots over there in uh england nope. that's gonna be an american thing we're gonna start that it's gonna go over to england starting right here on banging on the drum there we go mike's tots mike pat <laughs> <Mike's> riley's tots <laughs> All right, now we're going to go to the Wisconsin Minute. I'm going to roll through the Badgers stuff pretty quick. We did have a super exciting game with Chucky Hepburn hitting a three-pointer off the backboard versus Purdue, where Wisconsin wins that game 72-67. So that was a great game. I hope you caught it, but it's been a while ago. Uh, Next game up, we had Nebraska at Wisconsin, we lost Nebraska 74-73. It would be a disservice, I guess, to say that uh, it had nothing to do with Johnny Davis going down. Johnny Davis goes down. He's hurt, but it doesn't sound like he's going to miss any more games. Still not the greatest sign. Uh, Nebraska is definitely a team Wisconsin should be, even without Johnny Davis. So we're going to roll to Marquette from there. And they get the shit kicked out of them by DePaul. And I feel like a genius saying that I don't think Marquette plays good defense. And if they run into a team that can score some points like DePaul did, it's going to be a tough game. So we'll see how Marquette does in the tournament. So after watching this game, it made me feel pretty bad about Marquette. But then we go to Milwaukee. St. John's comes to town and Marquette kicks the shit out of them. Uh, Justin Lewis went off. I forgot to mention in the DePaul game, Justin Lewis was looking pretty good too. Uh, best job for those two games is going off to Justin Lewis, 28 points. Give that man a BJ. BJ. And Chucky Hepburn <laughs> definitely got the BJ in the Purdue game. Uh, Chucky Hepburn starting to look good, which is making me feel good. Uh, do we want to get into the Packers news right now? I, yeah, I think that it's at least important to mention that Aaron Rodgers is officially going to come back. I think that we were all kind of in the boat that we thought he would, and that they franchise take Devontae. Does anybody know the last time they used a franchise take? I can't remember one. 2000, I, I just saw this before we started. It was the last year we won the Super Bowl, 2010. Sounds like a fucking Super Bowl. Shit. Wasn't it like Pickett? We've actually had this come up on the on the podcast before. It, mu- it might have been Pickett. Sounds yeah. about right. So we're not going to fact check that. We're going to say it was Pickett in the Super Bowl year. I feel like it was a D tackle. Riley's shaking his head at me. He's trying to look it up real fast. I feel like it was a D tackle as well. I don't know if it was Pickett, but I do feel like it was D tackle. Was it Raji? Nah, too young. Pickett. You shook your head no end. I, 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 I would no. I was disagreeing with you because I didn't think it was Pickett, but yeah. You gonna ever doubt me again? All you 
suckers that doubted Pat <laughs> is short. His shorts. But yeah, so Rogers is back, signs a four-year contract. What's is it still reporting that it was so it's four years, 200 so, million, 150 million I, guaranteed. I was watching um Pat McAfee live when this all happened. No, that's not true. Aaron Rodgers tweeted it, tweeted it out himself that that's not true. He's gonna go more cap friendly salary. I'm sure it's still, you know, twenty to thirty million dollars. It's still a good amount of money, but it's not so a, how great would it be if it was like like May brought this up on the McAfee show, if it was just a million, right? So the vet minimum, he just like Fuck you guys. I'm going to go win. I'm going to show I'm not fucking selfish. That would be amazing. That'd be incredible. Well, well, with that thing that Bass was talking about and with the void years being tagged on at the end, I wonder how much play that they got into the void years. Because so say, so yeah, say, say it was a million, that'd be amazing. But even if it was like something like 12 million and for this year and then whatever 20 million next year and then he retires and what what do you got like uh 120 million left guaranteed split out between so many void years down the road i think those all come up to that first year oh yeah yep that's what he did say no i remember when you asked that question no you're definitely right because i remember you asked that question and i was like I would have never thought of that. That was actually a really good question. Not actually a really good, but it was a good question because I was like, <laughs> I I would not have thought of asking that one. So I honestly didn't know until right now that they tagged Adams, but sounds like the NFL world is going nuts right so now. They had to tag Adams before four o'clock today or something like that. It was either one o'clock or four o'clock. Some, you know, arbitrary number, four o'clock. So I guess they could still work out a deal at this point, even after they tag him. I don't know where you're at with him if he wants to be in Green Bay. Yeah. Know, if he wants to get paid like huge money. Yeah. And I think I'm going to keep referencing back to Bass. Who was the receiver he referenced that was getting paid out the ass that his deal wasn't really uh, Hopkins? Like his deal wasn't really really what it was i mean for because he took a discount for the years he played for houston then arizona was like fuck it we're gonna make a run at this we'll take on this contract and get paid basically putting the best receiver number into an unrealistic number whereas if hopkins was to stay with houston they weren't gonna pay him like that they were gonna have to restructure that deal yeah. Damn, Bass, Bass got, got me good at talking about the cap. I sounded smart right there. So, and the other thing about Adams is it's not an average of his of the five t- top players, which is normal with the like the cap hit with the, with the franchise tag. His is 120% of his last salary because that's higher. And that's coming from Ken Ingles. That was on Twitter I seen you retweet at that. I thought that tweet meant you're probably right because you probably looked at it closer than I did. Only maybe. Uh, no. So I thought what they said. So it is the average of the top five wide receivers in the league. 
but they said don't look at last year's number because the top five receivers this year are probably going to be getting paid a little bit more. So there's going to be a receiver out there that gets paid a little bit more. So they say look at last year's number and add 20% is what I thought from it. So, and that's a possibility. I wonder how the tag works. So like if, and I don't know who all's free agents for wide receivers, but if Godwin gets tagged and Adams gets tagged and then one other guy gets tagged, then that average. So if we take him first, do we get the lower number? No clue, dude. No farting clue. Me neither, right? So I don't think that. The, no, no. So what I would say is it would make sense for make sense to me that sure they'll be in the top five. Actually, no, like that's exactly what the top five would average out. So say if you have the top five paid wide receivers. So let's say they're all that in, sign real contracts. Yeah. So say all of the top five receivers, I'm not going to list them, but let's just say they're in the AFC East. So each, each team in the AFC East has a top five receiver. Then one team in the AFC West has a top five receiver, right? So that's the top five. And if you tag a guy, you average out their contract and that's how much he gets paid, right? Yeah. So if you tag another guy, it doesn't matter. Cause it's just going to be average out. You get what I'm saying? Same five dudes. Okay. Yeah. Like, but so, so Devonte Adams would fall in that top five, but since it's the average of that top five, it's not going to add anything more or less. Cause he's getting paid the average of it. I so think Ken that's Ingles, the answer. So Ken Ingles did say that his, his cap number is at like 20 million instead of 18 or something because of that 120%. No, whether that's because people get paid more this year or what it is, he did say that it was higher than what we thought. What you're like the rule, like you're kind of talking about that reminds me of is like arbitration in baseball. Like, like you get 120% of what your contract is if the arbiter thinks you deserve more. But who knows? It could be what you said. I think what you said makes sense. I think what I said makes sense. It sounds like he's getting 120% of what it would have been if someone got tagged last year. The the bump is 20%. Whether it be because he was it, he would make that much more uh, because his contract, whatever. I'm going to quit confusing myself and all of you. Bring Bash back Yeah, no, I'm not confused by it in my head. It makes sense to me, but like when I'm trying to explain it, it's it's not coming out right. So that was news to me, actually. I didn't see the Adams thing. For some reason, that didn't pop up on my phone like everything else does. But but we got Rogers back. Sounds like we got Adams back. We're gonna win the Super Bowl, boys. Winning the Super Bowl. I was dancing in the house, (laughs) doing my Super Bowl dance already. Had Uh, something coming up. I actually felt like this was no news, right? So a yeah, guy coming back, a guy coming back to the team that he played for the previous year while he was under contract to play for that team is kind of not news. Like that's what I kind of expected to have. I hoped, right? So I could see that it could go the other way, but I I definitely had. I will say, 
90%. That's as high as I would give it is that I thought Rodgers was coming back. It made the most sense. But then also to me, it makes sense that some like crazy shit that you've never seen before in the NFL was going to happen because Rodgers was involved with it. I think Rodgers solidifies his greatness in Green Bay. Like he's not going to a different team. He's not going to ruin it that way. But who knows? Maybe trade talks come up next year. So right. this is what I'm going to say. I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to do my spicy meatball. We still got bucks in 60 seconds. Maybe we'll close with bucks in 60 seconds. But my my spicy meatball is Rodgers is going to win two Super Bowls right off into the sunset. Pull it Elway. But if Rodgers does do that, I think he will go down as great quarterback of all time. So he has a shot at that. But it's a long shot. I guess if you went to a different team and did it, I would probably think the same thing. But I definitely didn't have that tie to Rodgers like I did to Favre, where when he went to the Jets, I was like, uh, I'm kind of like 51% Packers, 49% Jets. Like I fell for that trap one time. I learned in my life. I was like, not worth it. That guy's just going to try to stab you in the back. Yeah. I don't think I'm as tied to Rodgers either. As I was oh, the far. See, see, this is I'm so far. Like if Rogers would have left, I'm telling you that would have borderline ruined my life. Like he's like probably my favorite athlete of all time. For recent memory, he's given me all my best memories and in, in football at least. Take that page. I would have been yeah. Page, uh, the <laughs> owner of the Bears would have been gone from the Packers. I don't know. I I couldn't have taken that personally. And it's an opposite with with Favre. Like, I despise him. And I know you guys. That's the Rodgers to me, to you guys. Like, I, I just despise Favre, but I love Rodgers. Hearing you say that makes me think more and more that it is, like, a little bit of age. Because I was I – was, when Favre left the Packers, I was very, very, very torn. Like, I didn't get it. I remember I had one buddy say, he's like, fuck him, dude. Aaron Rodgers is going to be, like, the next Hall of Fame quarterback for the Packers. And I was like, dude, you are a fucking moron if you think that we have a Hall of Fame quarterback sitting on our bench. Shows who the moron is. So. So, to be fair, to be fair, there was no evidence he was a Hall of Fame quarterback. No. No. There was nothing that you were like, holy shit, he was going to be fucking awesome. First year, he was 6-10. and 10. And now I think a lot of that's ball bounce, right? Where you could go 10-6 and six pretty easy with, like, getting a good ball bounce in, four, you know, four of those games instead of a bad ball bounce, right? I think that that's possible, but there was no evidence that no. he's a Hall of Fame. It was definitely, like, a learning curve, too, like – I will say, like, after I seen Rodgers play one year, I was like, okay, I think I think we're good. I yeah. did say, like, after that year, I was like, I think if Favre was manning this ship, it's maybe a playoff team. It's maybe a 9-7 and seven team, 10-6 and six team, scraping into the playoffs. But it was definitely clear that it was the right move pretty thoroughly. We were like 12-4 we like and four the year before with Favre. Yeah, they made it to the NFC Championship. 
I mean, if they won that NFC championship, though, they were going to get their ass whooped against the undefeated Patriots. Well, I had a plan for that game. I remember that I thought that I, I knew how to solve the Randy Boss conundrum by putting your uh, like third and fourth best corners on him and then covering up the other dudes with uh, your one and twos, which I don't think would have worked now that I'm thinking about it. It doesn't seem like why well, wouldn't have anybody else thought that, right? I was just going to say we did not have the pass rush to beat the, that Patriots. No. I can't remember who the Giants defense coordinator was, but I remember thinking, I was like, that guy must be a genius. Tom Coughlin was a defensive guy, I believe. So to be fair, and then you have four guys that are legit, like awesome pass rushers, right? So Strahan's a Hall of Famer. Uh, Pierre Paul might end up being in the Hall of Fame. I mean, that guy's never lost a playoff game or till now. This is the first time he ever lost a playoff game. I didn't realize that. So they were talking about that frequently. I bet. I missed that, yeah. Not this year, but the year before. Like, Justin Tuck was elite. Ah, there was one more guy on that line that was really, really good. Yeah, they, were I, all... they had some backers, too, that could get after the, the quarterback. Strahan. Yeah, that. Yeah, he's the big one, right? He's yeah. the probably the best player on that defense, but. All right. Well, we got into that Packer news. So anyways, Russell Wilson ends up going to the Broncos. So what we thought Rodgers might be doing, Russell Wilson took that. Sound like a pretty big package you get him there. I'm still not too familiar with what the package is. Riley, you got that? Yeah, I can get it up. I know before I look at it, it's Two first rounds, two second rounds. Drew Locke. Find the Big run. receiver, right? Noah Fant was in there. Noah Fant, uh, yep. And then I think a defensive or offensive lineman. That, that's good enough, Riley. Yeah, so yep. big big deal to move. So for me, for me, uh, I'd get rid of one of those firsts or both of those seconds for Jerry Judy. Like if Jerry Judy was on the block, like, available in that I would have been asking for it or, or something, either one. Like I think they're both high end wide receivers that can really help a young quarterback. And I think Fant is in the same boat. If the Packers had decided, or if Rodgers had decided he doesn't want to play for the Packers, the Packers decided, well, we're not going to make you retire. We're going to trade you. I don't know if I need any picks. I want Judy Sertan. And I want Noah fan. And those three would do it for me. I'd be comfortable with that package. Got all guys I know can play in the league and all guys that are, are two guys that are really going to help my offense with uh, Jordan Love get comfortable. And then one guy on defense that, and then you have three really high end corners. And then if you want, you can bring back Kevin King. And he's as a fourth guy. Awesome. I guess hearing you say that makes me feel like we'd have been sitting all right anyways. I mean, very heavily love-dependent. I feel like they got a lot more out of the trade than a lot of people thought they would get. Like, I feel like with Rodgers, it'd be those players plus, you know, a better player, better picker, you know, some. I feel like 
we were going to get a lot more in return than initially thought if we were to trade Rodgers. I don't know of quite about that. I definitely think Rodgers still to this day is, I mean, he's obviously has a better resume than Russell Wilson in terms of like stats and how he plays. He's a better quarterback, but Russell Wilson's got the age thing. Whereas if you get Russell Wilson, you can get him to stay. I think that drives up the value to, to some of those things. Because I remember thinking that like when Russell Wilson wanted to go somewhere, like I would definitely rather have Rodgers for a season now, but like Rodgers for Russell Wilson straight up. I don't think that's like a crazy, crazy thing. I agree. So before all the allegations with uh, Watson, I thought Rodgers for Watson just opened your window for another eight years, right? So even if Rodgers plays six, I think Watson has eight years behind that he can still play. So before that, I thought, just straight him straight up. Like, just swap him. Call him. Say, hey, I know you guys don't want to get rid of, like, a franchise quarterback. We'll give you one. Flip him. Let's do it. Now, I don't know if anybody would do that. I think that's fair. You might not have somebody who's as skilled as Rodgers, but your window stays open moving it and yeah and yeah watson with the allegations makes that tough but like yeah it's it like you said before the allegations duke and ball like he's he can play football yeah I mean, he's a that. quarterback whether he's and a shitty human being or not doesn't the, have anything to do with whether he plays football the word's still out on that that's not the yeah. right saying the word's still out jury's still, still the out. jury's still out good job Brad. Right. Uh, so I think I think that Seattle came away like gangbusters. Two firsts, two seconds. The second's got to be at, kind of at the top of the draft this year. It's the second this year. It's in the top 15, right? Yeah. Denver wasn't good. Yeah, they kind of followed the old Oakland Raiders. Let's get a bunch of picks for our guys thing, which I didn't think that was that dumb at the time. I thought – I remember when – and I'll quit veering us from the path after this one. When uh, Cleo Mack got traded to the Bears for like three first round picks or whatever the hell it was, I was people were like, holy shit, I can't believe they did that. And my reaction before I heard why people were thinking that, I was like, damn, yeah, the Raiders kind of got a good deal in that one. But I think the general consensus like of the public was like the Raiders were crazy for doing that. Which it turns out like it hasn't mattered either way. Like neither of those teams seem to be that much closer to winning a Super Bowl. I don't think. No, I don't think that they're special. I guess uh, so. This stuff kind of segues nicely into my spicy meatball, especially now that you mentioned the Raiders. Uh, so my spicy meatball of the week is that Justin Herbert is now the worst quarterback in the AFC West. So my reasoning on this is all of the other ones are more successful. So Derek Carr made the playoffs, beat the Chargers to get into the playoffs. Russell Wilson has traditionally been very, very good on very, very good teams. This last year didn't really play out that way. We'll see, I guess, moving forward where that goes. And Patrick Mahomes, I think, is kind of obviously 
So the resumes of everybody else are better. And now Herbert has something he needs to prove in order to like make sure that he's better than one of these other guys. You'd say Derek Carr's better than Herbert? He beat him head-to-head in the last game in basically an offensive shootout. He had so many like ups and downs with his team, and he st- like just kept leading them right on through. He it does appear to be the leader of that team. You know, doesn't make I, maybe as many flashy plays as Herbert, but Herbert can't get that team to win games. I also have another one about the Chargers that I think I listened to Staley on the fucking McAfee show, and he sounds like a goddamn moron. I thought he sounded like an awesome coach early in the season. Every time I heard him in a, in a press conference in the season, he made sense to me. Like, if he's going to go strictly on analytics, I don't care. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm all about it. Like, do what you're going to do. So analytics yeah. will change your mind when you stop getting it, though. Right? And on the Pat McAfee show, he comes on and he says, oh, that's not what I am. I'm not, that like, strictly analytics. I just see my guys and I decide we're better than them and I'm going to go for it. Well, that's fucking stupid. This is the NFL. Like they're all superhumans just because you know, these superhumans and don't know, know these superhumans doesn't mean you're going to get on a fourth down play. That's just ignorance. Like to look at him and say, Oh, you know, whatever. My guys are better. Go ahead. Have confidence in your people. I can understand that. But if that's your real attitude towards it and you're not an analytics guy, like analytics says six is better than three. Like, okay, I I can understand that side of the other. I can't understand the, like, this is just what I think. Doesn't make sense to me. I feel like in those situations, you always think your guys is going, or your guys are better. Like, I remember practicing with my baseball team. I'm like, yeah, we're pretty fucking good. And then going out and not winning a game. So... So yeah, I feel like that's consistent. But touching uh, Mike's spicy meatball, the first one that I, I do think that Herbert or Herbert and uh, wow, my brain's shutting off. And Car and Car are pretty equal as of right now. Like I think, I think Car's passer career pass ratings like ninety three and. And Hurlbert is uh, like 95, 97, something like that. Obviously, like those stats don't tell the, the complete picture. Like I do think they're parallel quarterbacks. I do think, I'm just going to say Justin. Justin has something to prove, but I do think he's going to be better than Carr. Like maybe he's not quite better than Carr. I think he's better than Carr. He hasn't proved it yet. He does. He's got something to prove to not be the worst quarterback in that division because I think it's a pretty safe bet. Russell Wilson's better than him, and then obviously we know we know who Patrick Mahomes is. All right, we're gonna have to get rolling on this episode. Riley, you ready for Bucks in sixty seconds and actually trying to take sixty seconds, even though there's a bunch of games? Yeah, yeah, I am. I'll try my best to stay under sixty. You got to give a BJ out in every game. Perfect. I, I took notes. Ooh, the notes yeah, are back. So, oh, yeah, the notebook. Alert. So, yeah, I'll, I'll get this started. We went 3-0 against three very good um, opponents in the Heat, Bulls, and Suns. First game, we beat the Heat uh, by one point. Uh, Drew Holiday buzzer beater. 
BJ, throw one out to Drew Holiday. Give that man Give a BJ. That man a BJ. Give that, that man so a BJ. Cool. That was so so cool. I was in charge of that one. Next game, we played the Bulls in kind of a Grayson Allen type of revenge game. Uh, if you remember, there's really pretty uh, bad technical. Oh, Grayson I'm, Allen. I yeah. remember. Full fight. I remember. Full fight between. Full fight between the Bucks and the Bulls. And as the social media man, I am. Social media was craving for this uh, rematch. The Bucks won by six again. The Bucks kind of looked in control again. I think Drew Holiday was probably the best player, so I will probably give that man a BJ. Damn, two BJs give, in a row. I, all yeah. right, lead the BJ charge. Give, give that, that man, man a BJ. Man a BJ. All right. But I do. I want to touch on that one a little bit. So the yeah, Tristan, yeah, Tristan yeah. Thompson uh, shit, like. He's just talking like mad shit. Dude goes out, puts up four points, gets three rebounds, and his plus minus was minus 25. So we just got to tell that guy to grab his baby bottle, get his blanket, and go go back home to mama, buddy, because you got <laughs> your shit pushed in. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then uh, the last game of this stretch we played the suns in an nba finals rematch and we won by 10 points we out rebounded them by 21 which was pretty eye-opening and chris middleton i think he had 44 ish points yeah he was by far the best player and i would definitely give that man a best job give Give that man a bj BJ. sorry i didn't know we were no no no, you're my bad That was my bad. I was so there's just so no Chris Paul, no Devin Booker. Giannis, Giannis followed out and Middleton and Holiday stepped up. And granted, you're not getting the full test of Phoenix without Devin Booker. Sounds like Paul is going to be out for a while, if not till the playoffs. So, so without Devin Booker, I don't think it's fair to say that it was like a full test, but, but I mean, Giannis falls out. Uh, holiday and middleton yeah. step up and take and, over that fourth and, quarter and as we re- as we recorded uh we also beat the thunder 142 to 115 Four game win streak. Next, yes sir and upcoming this next week we five. play the hawks five game win streak my bad so we're five, five game win break because yeah they yep. beat the charlotte yep. hornets like they stole yep. some Yep, and then the next three games we have are against the Hawks, the Warriors, and Jazz, and then we'll be in the middle middle of a road trip next week. So, oh, oh yeah, those Bucks are looking good. I'm feeling good. They're looking good. Let's go. Yeah, I think this team's going to be hard to beat in a four game or in a yeah. seven game series. I know yeah. we're dropping quite a few, not quite a few, but a game, a few games we shouldn't be dropping. But like Walker said, I guess, earlier, it's so hard to predict uh, regular season NBA. I think in a seven-game series, it's this game or this seems pretty damn tough to match up and beat. This is the point of the season where people start trying. They're getting ready for the playoffs yeah. now. So, so I don't think yeah. these games are anything to bat an eye at. I think we touched everything. We're gonna I would like to touch – I would like to touch my first ever uh, spicy meatball real quick before we leave. I think oh, the best. Yeah. I think the best we can do for 
if Rodgers has come back, it's going to be four years. Jordan Love might be moving on. There's a possibility for a trade there, right? The best we can do is pick six, which I believe is the Panthers. There we go. I don't know if anybody else believes that he's worth pick six, but I believe he's worth pick six. Let's go out and get pick six. Get a pick six. Let's do it. Get a receiver with that pick six. Let's get a Super Bowl. Woo! Four of them. Hushman Sada's sons in the draft. Hushman oh, Sada? Yeah. No, Thank I don't God. know. Hushmanilla, championship. Yeah, <laughs> championship. I can't remember <laughs> whose son. It's like a former junior Spivey's son is like oh, yeah, a five-star yeah. Is a five-star. That's yeah. looking at the Badgers, right? Yeah. Eh, that's, he's not going to the I think, Badgers. I think that was the tweet that I sent you, right? Is that yeah. he was going to Madison or something? He gave us the courtesy check on his list, but we need that junior, junior, junior Spivey. Or junior Spivey Jr. Is. <laughs> I like junior, junior Spivey better than junior Spivey. But, it's, it, but it would be junior Spivey Jr. So hopefully Junior Spivey Jr. comes to uh, comes to the Badgers. That's definitely not his name. Well, if it is his name, that's sweet. But I don't think that's his name. But Junior Spivey's kid is a five-star recruit coming out of high school. Anyways, thank you all for listening. Love you guys. This is our first experiment with two episodes in a week. We did record them on the same night. So we're going to be seeing how these fly out. Experiment week. Let us know how it went. Thank you for listening. Peace. Thank you, guys. Thank you, thank you. Riley says keep this rolling. I, I say you. the same thing every way, every week. Thank you, guys, for listening. But uh, keep listening. We're excited to keep doing this. Yeah, buddy. All right, and all you suckers that are doubting the Bucks, Packers, Badgers, just wait for it. We're gonna win a championship. I didn't say it's gonna be this year. I didn't say it's gonna be next year. <laughs> It's probably going to be this year and next year, but all you suckers that doubt us, you can eat our shorts. Hit it. All them suckers that doubted the Packers can't eat my shorts. All them suckers that doubted the Packers can't eat my shorts. Eat them. All them suckers that doubted the Packers can't eat my shorts. Eat my shorts.